Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So, uh, so how many times have you seen it? I've seen it twice. Mm, get better with the second viewing? Uh, about the same. About the same. Mm-hmm. I was, pr- I was pretty much what I expected. I know everything about it. Well, you've spoiled it for yourself, haven't mm, you? Not nearly. Yeah. My, my son ran up to me and had to talk, was bursting to tell somebody and his sisters. You didn't s- shut him up? Talk to your sisters, not me. No, because their sisters threatened him with violence, but I don't do that. So, uh, <laughs> so and he was bursting to tell somebody in our house all about it. So I said, come downstairs. And I'm sitting comfortably, and I said... We're talking about Rise of Skywalker, by the way. Oh, I think people figured that out. Uh, Definitely not talking about the love boat. Uh, I said, spill it. Which you haven't seen yet. The love boat? I've seen almost all of them. I have actually the two love boat movies on uh, DVDR. You you scored those recently, didn't you? I did. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Box art looks fantastic. During the opening to theme, we got to get our risers because I'm craning. So, oh, yeah. Are you craning? No, I'm I'm okay. You're mildly shorter than I, I am. might be. I might hair. be craning, but yeah. yeah. All right. My hair um, makes a difference today, apparently. It does. <laughs> today it does. Yeah, I got a lot of hair. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, uh, so he told me everything, and you know what's great? Again, I'm not a spoiler person. You know, I've just. So never... you gonna go see it now? Since you know everything, I'll skip it. No, actually, no. But I will <laughs> say, everything he told me, I was like, oh, that's gonna be cool. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> So it really was spoiled. And everything he told me, I was actually like, yeah, I can see that. I mean, nothing was just like, I enjoyed oh, it. there's a deal breaker. I mean, no, I enjoyed uh, well, Zach's a pretty good storyteller, though. Um, and sometimes they're true. But um, hey, uh, just like you. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's a family trait. Uh, but um, flim flam, flim flam. Um, no, I, I actually uh, carved just about all fabrication out of my life about, I want to say, Fabrication? Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's not like Jim Carrey, Liar, Liar, where all of a sudden, um, you know, someone blew a candles off a cake and I... <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I cut all fabrication out of my life about four or five years ago. And Wait, are you lying now? <laughs> no, I think I'm wrong, though. I don't think four <laughs> or five years is the right time. So that's why I spanned it maybe between four and six. Um, and... Uh, 
And it's an interesting lifestyle choice, I must say, because in I thought, well, in in place of fabricating something, I'm talking even like little white stuff. You well, what know? about the the woman who comes up to you and says, "Oh, I just love my hat. This is the, I, I I spent so much money on. It. I mm-hmm. love this hat. I, this is this makes me look so beautiful." And you think it's wretched. I have a great I have a great response to that though. Do tell. Well, there's two versions. There's two responses. One is. That is so your hat. <laughs> it says nothing. That I have become so the I have become the master of saying nothing while saying everything. And or the other thing is, oh, hang on, I gotta. Oh, I'll talk to you in a bit. <laughs> then you take off. You flee. You All flee right. the situation. So you. So yeah. Now is that it's. I don't know. I've, I've become fascinated with the art of lying, though. I must say. And if this woman comes back there, no, no, no. Tell me what you think about this hat. <laughs> then she, clearly she's insane, and it doesn't matter what I say. <laughs> clearly she's deranged. So it's a really interesting lifestyle. I don't know. You should try it. But you've hmm. never been. I mean, you you're pretty forthcoming for better or worse. Hmm. So uh, yeah. But uh, what would you tell her? Uh, I'm, say, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not going to tell her the hat is wretched. <laughs> no. <laughs> what about a family member? Ah, uh, now we're getting to... Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess it depends on the family member. Okay. But see, okay. I have no fashion sense, so that's a, that's a bad subject well, and line. there's a great answer to, I have no Looks fashion sense. Looks fine to me. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> that doesn't sound good so either, though. <laughs> that's where you get into some <laughs> stickier social situations. So, yeah, I find it really fascinating. So, I don't know. The no-lie lifestyle. It doesn't work in our culture right now. Everyone's lying like crazy. Oh my God! Yeah, they everyone's just lying. Like I mean, you should. See, I mean, I, I every day I, it I starts at the top, and, <laughs> and that's as political yep. as we get on this show. <laughs> so um, we we didn't really say anything there either. We just said it starts at the top. Mm-hmm. Pick pick any top. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has a boss, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself in trouble. So yeah, but um, yeah, I haven't watched a whole. Uh, I watched a lot of old stuff because, as I said, I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of my old. Oh, good. Well, that, that, that goes to question well, number one. Not really. You have to save that for the broadcast. So oh. you always. Yeah, this is for this is for the podcast. People don't get to hear this, and we have about. Oh, actually, we're gonna. We're going to start the broadcast, so you don't have to wait too long. We'll be back at you in, uh, Let's do it. in a bit. The show is Front Row Center. We're in Wisconsin. That's where we talk about movies, which is unusual, I guess, because most of the time the film industry is not, you know, it's on the coasts. It's on. <laughs> so here we are in flyover country talking about what goes on on the coasts of our country and occasionally other countries, too, I will say. It's not a lot of flyover either, except if you're going to Minneapolis, perhaps. They won't even fly over us. That's how fly. Yeah. <laughs> we're barely drive over. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Michigan and Wisconsin kind of get cut out of that flyover business. I kind of like that actually. Yeah. I prefer that. Uh, you know, if they empty their uh, anything off the plane, we don't get hit. I like that. You know, I'm yeah. holding the movie Explorers here, which you uh, yeah. have out here. I do. I never cared for this movie much. It's well, if I see it now, it's more like nostalgic because yes. I, I did see it yeah. many times, and mm-hmm. it's nostalgic in that respect. But uh, it doesn't work. I just never really cared for it. I enjoy it, but in spite of itself, along those same kind of Transylvania Six Five Thousand lines, oh. which you always like to talk <laughs> about. But no, it's it is a uh, f- deeply flawed movie that I. 
I, I, st- I probably enjoy it a little more than you, though. I, I was hoping say. it would. I remember when it came on the theater, I was hoping it would be great. It I mean, it's, great, it's, I mean it's dumb. It's, it's, a just, dumb, it's a dumb movie. It, it makes just, no sense. Yeah, it just wasn't, taking a wasn't tilt fun. A, tilt a world machine up. It seems to be like two different movies too. It seems like there's maybe two different minds. Like the first hour, I think, is actually pretty good with the alien transmissions and the kid who's kind of um, and that was big at that. You know, that came out was at eighty five. I want to yeah, say yeah, eighty five. Ethan so he, Hawk, good lord. I mean, he's still making movies. Obviously, he's, <laughs> he's just, a baby. He's a baby. <laughs> he's a baby there. Wow. Um, <laughs> who, was the, who was the third kid that didn't become a name? I know him. He's in a really depressing movie with um, Robert Duvall called The Stone Boy. I think his name is I remember J- the Stone Jason Boy. Preston, I think, is the kid's name. And he's, he was really good in The Stone Boy. It's a dep- uh, he, um, I never shot saw his, it, but I remember it. It was one of those horrible situations where he like, sh- accidentally shoots his brother with a you know, gun laying around the house and how they deal with that. It's, a, it's actually a really powerful film. But uh, yeah, Explorers. I like Joe Dante a lot. He's one of my favorite filmmakers, so I appreciate it for that. But, it is, um, but it's funny. There's a lot of movies like that coming out in the mid-'80s, like Daryl and uh, War like Games. Moore. Flight of the Navigator. Flight of the Navigator is A6. Yeah, it was just there was this cluster of movies about kids kind of dealing with uh, sci-fi elements, robotics, aliens, etc. So, yeah, for, and like you said, for nostalgia factor, I just watched it again recently, and yeah, the ending is a disaster of, of uh, epic proportions because it looked like they just didn't know where to take the story. But the first hour is solid. I think the first hour is very solid, but um, yeah, what can you do? Hey, you got a free extra review here on uh, there you Front go. Row Center. By way of introduction, I'm Jeff. He's Bert. You can find him at uh, Schlockmeisters on YouTube. And how's that coming these days? Uh, 89,600 subscribers. That's and counting. That is. That's how many subscribers you have? Yeah. And that's like your third go round, right? Second, you were this second, is second go round. Second go round. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Any threats lately? Anyone? No, not at all. My, my channel is pretty clean these days. Making a few shekels here and there? Not at the moment. Nope. Mm. I have been demonetized again. They, they can't decide whether I should be monetized or not. <laughs> I, I can't either. Monetize, no monetize, monetize, no monetize. So. They don't know what to do with you. They're so it, confused. It comes and goes. <laughs> well, that's a shame because with all those subscribers and all those views, I bet you'd probably make a few. Uh, well, one check here. And when there. I was monetized, I was making about five dollars a day, five, six, seven. Bucks. That's really which awesome. Isn't actually, bad. it's not bad at all no. for doing something that you love, and it's a bunch yeah. of can't make a living on it. But uh, no, yeah. no, no. But it's kind of cool that you don't have to do anything and you just make five bucks a day. Well, yeah, absolutely. I would uh, either augment your video collection or possibly uh, dinner, dinner and a night out at the end of dinner the month. And night out. <laughs> so that's uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and he, for me, uh, I guess uh, I'm a, I, so he's an expert because of Schlockmeisters. I'm an expert because I put all the stickers on all the DVDs that come in here to the library, <laughs> to the Cedar Public Library. So, so clearly, you, I'm you're uh, familiar with the films. Then I am extremely. I touch every one that mm-hmm. comes in. Yeah, sometimes I sneeze on them. No, I don't. You're safe to you're safe to check them out. But uh, this week we're going to cover two streaming films. We've. Uh, both on Netflix. Uh, one is called I Lost My Body. It is an animated French film. And the other one is um, Pottersville. Called Pottersville. You know what's interesting? Looking into this movie, do you know that came out in 2017? Yeah, I, I was surprised by that because I saw somebody <laughs> on Facebook posted about it. And I thought it was brand new, but then... We got a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, um, so <laughs> I, yeah, I, we will have to figure that one out. But anyway, um, so uh, usually this is the time of show when we, because uh, I had a really busy two weeks. That was a disastrous two weeks for me. I watched uh, basically besides watching Explorers, a Psycho Two, and uh, what else did I watch? Uh, watched a fantastic. By the way, I got to talk about this a little bit. Um, yeah, put your list away. <laughs> I watched. Um, I don't know if you remember Disney, the Walt Disney Company. I've been kind of a weird Disney kick lately. The Walt Disney Company put out these um, t- 
tins. Uh, they're called oh, the yes. Disney. Uh, I have one D- of them. Disney Treasures is what they were called. They're extremely out of print right now. I mean, and really expensive if you want to hunt those things down. Uh, I'm talking 200, 300, 500, 1,000, yeah, Don't pay that much for them. No. I have one. I didn't pay anywhere near that amount. No, no, no. They're, they're, and they're, like I said, they're, they fluctuate. Um, but but I got a good deal. I know I did. Oh, which, so. one do you, which one do you have out of curiosity? I have the one with uh, uh, the uh, Dr. Sin alias the Scarecrow. Right. I remember when you got that. Yeah, which I was like, huh? <laughs> um, I had no idea about I that. Had a, I had a VHS of that, a okay. Disney clamshell box of that one. So, Well, what they did, and I guess this is kind of on Leonard Malton, who's kind of a cinema champion, uh, is that they... They really dug deep in the vault um, and started pulling out like just cartoons that really haven't seen the light of day for decades and decades. Like, are you familiar with Oswald the Bunny? Uh, I think I've heard Oswald of Oswald was basically the first iteration of Mickey Mouse. And this is something that Walt Disney and a guy named Oob Iwerks uh, put together. So these are black and white, kind of Betty Boopish, very... Uh, actually, the, the animation is very smooth, but, um, you know, they're just... They're kind of nonsense cartoons. It's just a lot of running around and hitting each other on the head and like you know getting hanging off the side of a cliff, that type of stuff. Um, but very rare. I'd never, I'd never even seen this stuff. And I thought, man, this, this, and it's totally out of print. Well, a lot of those are in our library system here, and so I started pulling those things in. And um, so, what happens if you uh, check that out and then just up? Oh, I lost it. <laughs> Well, I don't really want to talk about that here on this show. Maybe when we talk, we'll have a show about the uh, inner workings of libraries. We'll do that. But uh, uh, let's just say you'll because be... Those are, those are valuable. And I could see somebody right. wanting to check that out and just absconding with it. Let's just say that... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we, we we hope you don't. We need to uh, we, we we need to make sure our our materials are in. But yes, you could be onto something. <laughs> I will say that. But you know, we we prefer you not do that. I will say actually, they're really scuffed up. These things are old, and I mean, in a library. So if you're looking, if you think, hey, I I got a mint condition tin, uh, you're not going to actually. It won't be worth the value that you hope it will be because library DVDs are used for um, besides watching uh, frisbees, mm-hmm. coasters, coasters. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So you're not going to walk away with a, a mint condition uh, copy. So there's that. Um, <laughs> and you won't get the original casing either because everything's always busted apart and mm-hmm. put in its own cases. So there oh, you go. I hate, I hate that. Well, I mean, you know, it's a library. You got to do something. Um, so anyway, so I've been watching those. And then uh, so what I watched this week, and I was a, it was a ton of them, is when uh, Disneyland and Disney World both first opened, The Wonderful World of Disney, this would be the Sunday night show that they Early used to 70s. be. Early 70s? Yeah, 70s. But actually, that show goes back to like the early 60s that show was on in fact originally it was called the wonderful uh disney's the wonderful world of color because te- color televisions were just coming in vogue and uh so there was this was one of the few color tv shows you could tune into was the wonderful world of color so they called it that because you know it was a marketing thing at that time but um so on the wonderful world of color there's about six or seven episodes about the creation of the building of and it was just promo stuff for the D- disney world and disneyland theme parks all hosted by walt disney and um of course, when I was watching, I was laughing. It's like, man, kids today would never sit still for this. Because <laughs> it's just a lot of, hi, kids, I'm Walt, and we're outside Tomorrowland. And it's not quite done yet. I have the blueprints here. I mean, it's just this kind of a marketing sizzle reel. Well, for, there wasn't much to watch back then. So. No, that, that's true. That is very true. They couldn't turn the channel over to they like, didn't know uh, what they were missing. Nickelodeon or something. Yeah, that's, that wasn't an option. So so I was watch- I spent the week watching that because I was just fascinated by this stuff. I don't know. I've never been to either place. Uh, I've so. actually been to Disneyland <laughs> twice. Disney World maybe four, five times. Okay. And a Disney Cruise. Actually, there was a 12-month span when I did all three. Oh, that sounds expensive. <laughs> Disney's not cheap. 
but there well, are deals to be had if you, if you if if you know what you're doing. My my problem with probably both the theme parks, we'd probably do a Disney cruise. Although I think I'd barf. I just don't have that kind of constitution. But anyway, um, but the problem with the theme parks now is that I hear it's a place where you spend a ton of money, so that you have the opportunity. Stand to, spend in line. A, to spend a ton of money. <laughs> it's well, all gift shops, and you got to spend, you know, and like if you want to cut, like, I'm having a nice cup of black tea here. Um, it cost me with the two tea bags probably 70 cents. I'm assuming at Disney, this cup of tea is seven and a half dollars. Well, what you got to do with Disney <laughs> is uh, there are, there are, bring your own sandwich. It's a, it's an expensive place to go. However, bag it. <laughs> there are deals, and what you want is they have meal plans. And you want to go at a time of the year when they provide the meal plan for free. They do have those. You mean actually in the parks themselves? You can just yes. oh, you pay something, and you just walk around, and start eating. Well, no, it's not oh. like all you can eat. <laughs> there are there are limitations. <laughs> Damn it! You get like two meals. A you time. almost had me. Yeah, you almost had me. <laughs> yeah, it's like two meals a day, and it, it, it honestly the the meals you know I like to eat a lot, and I, I'm full. I'm, I'm filled when yeah. I'm. When, okay. When, when I leave there, yeah. Oh, so the meal plan people are in like a special, uh, like you know, there's people who are over there. No, actually, they're just the regular places. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, but there's a limit. Yeah, it's like you can get you. Can, you <laughs> there's like certain meals you can, you, you know, a cheeseburger, fries, and a drink, and a, and a, and a dessert or something Maybe like that. Maybe a nice leafy green salad. I think there's yeah, there's okay, there's, there's, there's definite <laughs> options. You only eat burgers. You have several okay, options okay, to choose I'm from. Just checking, I'm just yeah, checking. it's basically a meal. Okay, all right. Well, that's uh, three three squares a day. Yes. Okay. All yes. right. Snacks. Um, I think there are a couple <laughs> I'm snacks to actually. Flag no, my no. Day here. <laughs> there, are, I think there are snacks. Right. There are desserts, and yeah, there's bottled uh, water. Uh, you got you have beverages <laughs> like interrogating beverages. Yes. Plan. All right. Usually cool, with cool. with these theme parks, you have a cup. You buy a cup. Oh, okay. And then you can refill that over and over again, like every thirty oh, minutes or something. You can right. refill them. Okay. All right. It's not a bottomless cup. It does have a bottom, but that's yeah. okay. All right. All right. Well, in any case, that's what I watched this week because I was fascinated by uh, just the, the early kind of. Um, aw shucks, naivete of the early days of Disney, and that's what I told my wife. I was like, you know, the only Disney I want to see. I don't. I'm not that interested in all the new stuff. I'm sure it's great. I mean, all the Star Wars stuff is great, and Terminator and Back to the Future, whatever else they've got there. Again, I'm probably. I think Back to the Future is probably Universal, right? I don't know. But um, yeah, Back to the Future is Universal. Yeah, I'm in the wrong park. Okay, <laughs> where I'm not getting three squares a day, but. Um, the um, I want to see the old stuff, like the haunted house. It's a small world. The stuff the, that's the like haunted the mansion 60s. is still there. I heard that. I, yeah. I hear the upkeep though might be a little creaky. It's, it's pretty like good. Like the Hall of Presidents. It's pretty good. And, you know, that uh, Hall of Presidents thing is is still there and it's yeah. good. And it's tiki, old. The tiki room. It's ancient. That yeah, that's the pre- stuff I, I like. I don't think it's up to date since well, that, like Lyndon and Johnson. That's, that's good. <laughs> they stopped at LBJ. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's no. Oh man. Nobody goes to see those, but it's still there. There's no W. W's not in the Hall of Presidents. No, at least not the one I'm thinking of. No, maybe they did some sort of big update i don't know but they started you know what's interesting a lot of those rides started at a world's fair at um i want to say it was probably chicago's world fair um probably in the late 50s a lot of the animatronics like the dinosaurs that was they kept showing these dinosaurs walt was really proud of his dinosaurs and all they did with their heads would bob up and down and yeah one th- of them there's would, definitely dinosaur yeah, stuff yeah. there, but i think they're a little up to date but you know yeah. like it's, it's a small world which is a very popular yeah. ride is still there and yeah, that, yeah. it looks it looks like it's from the 60s. They dust. Oh, it's, they don't dust. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a, but those, you know, at, the, at that time, these, those animatronic little robots was, was pretty forward thinking and amazing. Um, but, yeah, they um, look dated now. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. But uh, yeah, that's the Disney I want to see. But I'm not, again, again, I was like, I, 
I think they're probably on the chopping block. Someone at Disney's gonna be like, okay, close the stupid tiki room already. <laughs> Who wants the singing birds? But maybe See, it's I don't when know. When I was a kid, I had several Disney albums. Like uh, they would get like the yes, Robin Hood album. I and got the them from the library. Broomsticks. I, them, I still have yeah. them. They're in my parents' house. But I did have the It's a Small World album, and there's pictures as on did that. I. As did I. Of of like the actual ride. And then when I got to Disney Disney World the first time, it's it's the pictures. Nice. Nothing has changed. How old were you for your, when you had your first Disney visit? Uh, that was I was. Uh, 15. Well, I remember no, that. No, I was 14. I remember that 14. one. 14. Y- y- you were in trouble then when you I were was. <laughs> I had <laughs> you were always in trouble, yep. but I mean Oh man, anyway, speaking of after the pilots, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was 13. Legendary. You were 13. Wait a minute. Hey, you weren't 19. 13 in high school. I, no, no, I was 14. You were 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. All right, we figured we figured that out. Anyway, we're going to take a break and when we come back, we'll talk, we'll listen to uh what Bert watched this week. I'm sure it's extensive. <laughs> More extensive than me. And um, we'll review uh, a film. Not sure which yet. We'll find out. Come back. My favorite part of the song, that little castanet rattle. I live for that. Uh, front row center. You've always been a castanet fan. I have. It's been a, kind of a, a weakness of mine. Um, that leads me to believe that we actually, speaking of like uh, strange fetishes and weaknesses, maybe we should uh, review Pottersville first. Mm. Uh, but until before we get to that, oh, yeah. uh, let's hear what you've been up to this last two weeks. Well, it's two weeks worth, so this is going to be a huge list. You bet, I won't interrupt you. I'm, you just go. <laughs> we'll go through these quickly, but it's been 14 days, so it's going to be a little longer than usual. What, what do you think? How many I watched in 14 days. I think the last episode we did, you had taken in about 13 or 14 movies. So I'm going to double that and say, but then shave a little off because it was the holidays. So we're going to call it 26. Okay. Well, you would be half right. I've watched 52 movies. Oh my <laughs> God. You need to go to a clinic. <laughs> oh. 52 movies since we last met. Speaking of fetishes. I mean, it's been 14 days, so. Oh, yeah. 52 movies in 14 days. This is like the Jerry Lewis telethon. Did you eat? Did you sleep? Oh, yeah. All right. You know, you can do that eating in front of the TV, too. <laughs> Clearly you are. All right. We'll, we'll run through these quickly here. Uh, in, this is basically in order. We watched Rocket Man. We watched... Uh, oh, Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. A comedy called Cedar Rapids. That was funny. It was uh, something called "Not Quite Human." Uh, the uh, it's the Osploitation documentary about not quite, not quite Hollywood. I'm I was sorry. like, wait a minute, <laughs> not quite Hollywood. I'm yeah, sorry, that was good too. I it was that. very good. That's Aquaman. That not quite Hollywood uh, movie. All it made me want to do because I hadn't seen a lot of those. I'm like, I need to see all of these. I know. Now. I want right? to find them all. I, I have I have a fair amount of them, but there's yeah. a fair amount that I don't have that oh, I want. My. So, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. I did. There was a Christmas theme this past. I've year. been yeah. following your thread. Yes, yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night, and then I watched. Uh, <laughs> Tis the season for love, a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Again, Christmas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, then Silent Night, Daily Night Part 2. Uh, and then Christmas on Honeysuckle Lane. And then I watched The Force Awakens, Star Wars Episode 7. Ah, getting ready. Yes. And then the next day, Silent Night, Daily Night Part 3. I watched The Terror of Tiny Town. Oh, man, I haven't seen that in a long time. I hadn't seen it. Silly see little either. movie. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Emphasis on the little. It's a little movie, yeah. <laughs> 63 minutes and... Very little people. Yeah. Uh, then I watched uh, episode eight, The Last Jedi. 
And then on Thursday the 19th, I watched Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 4, followed by Star Wars Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. Why didn't you watch Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 and 3? I did. I mentioned them. I just mentioned them like 30 seconds I ago. I was getting uh, ready for the next <laughs> segment. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh, then uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 5, The Toy okay. Maker, which you and I actually watched years ago. We did. I, I, Mickey I, Rooney's I in that. Very, very hazy, hazily remember that. I don't remember being actually terrible, though. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it's weird, but it's yeah. okay. Well, Mickey Rooney. Mm-hmm. Probably about the same time he's running around uh, looking for milk. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Milky Life. I reviewed that, too. Uh, Then I watched Plan 9 from Outer Space, actually. I've been on a Ed, I, you know what I didn't mention that I've been on an Ed Wood kick I watched Glenn or Glenda I watched Bride of the Monster I watched uh, Plan Nine and then I watched Ed Wood so I had a huge Ed Wood. I've kick been meaning to watch Ed Wood I actually watched about a year or so ago but uh, I need ah, to watch again. It's then, wonderful, wonderful. Then I watched Christmas Evil and uh, To All a Good Night. Christmas Evil is a sleazy movie. Oh, that yeah. is one of the sleazy. I mean, like Silent Deadly, the Silent Night Deadly Night. That's whatever. Have I mean, you seen Christmas Evil? Or I have. You have seen my review. No, yeah. I saw the movie. Uh, I had it on VHS uh, back in about '88 or '89. I was. Excited to see it because John Waters had mentioned in some yes, uh, article it's it was one of his favorite, favorite <laughs> movies, favorite holiday movies. Yep. And that movie just, I mean, it was enjoyable to watch, but it just made me feel it's like grimy. It's, just, it's I, weird. I felt ill. It's like Frankenstein. I don't know <laughs> what's going on in that thing. Okay. Uh, I watched uh, some movie called Five Feet Apart. Uh, these are part of the dollar. I watched that too. That's uh, the, the, the kids with the cystic fibrosis. Yes. yes, exactly. Yeah, that actually wasn't terrible. <laughs> it was all right. It was well acted, I thought. Yep. Yeah. Then I watched Captain Marvel. And then I watched. Uh, oh, you're up on their up on your Marvel movies. Yep, uh, do you know Do you know them all up to all the march up to Marvel? Or are you on? No. Okay. I just I, we just picked just this one picking, up. It was, just cherry pick. This em. was like a, a Black Friday. Sale. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't watched. It looks really good. I mean, it's all right. I kind of want to yeah, see that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's something called Check Into Christmas. Hallmark. <laughs> uh-huh. A B and B, I bet. Yeah. And then we watched Wreck It Ralph, which I had not seen. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it was really I good. It was just so much fun. I haven't watched the sequel yet, though. We have the sequel. It's in our stack, so it'll be watched for the next few days. Don't I can't even read my own <laughs> writing. Oh, don't open till Christmas. Oh, sure. Another I remember horror yeah. movie. Uh, Silent Night, Bloody Night. We watched a movie called The Phenom. I always want to see Silent Night, Bloody Night, but I hear it's a piece of garbage. I thought it was slow. Yeah. Phenom, which has Ethan Hawke in it. Oh, I don't know that one. Uh, something called Who We Are Now, which was a really, really good movie. I don't know that one either. Uh, something called Lucky Them. Okay. Which was uh, also a very good movie. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in the in the zone here. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lucky them. Then we watched something called The Last Station. I know of that. That's uh, Tolstoy. It's yeah, a, I've heard people actually kind of like that. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty good. It All was right. pretty good. Uh, lucky them had Tony Collette in a very brief uh, right. uh, Johnny Depp. That was pretty good, too. Okay. Uh, the uh, Hats Off to Christmas, another Hallmark movie. <laughs> yes. About a Christmas store that just sells Christmas hats. Wow. Oh, jeez. <laughs> two hours? They get two hours out of yeah. this idea. Oh and then God. we finished up that night with something called A Christmas Love Story, which I don't remember, but I did watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have been better than the hat movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I watched the best Christmas horror movie ever made, Black Christmas. The original. You and I watched that, I think, and I, I we probably did. and I've tried to watch it before, and it's not that it's not a good movie. I always wind up starting it too late, and I don't get through it. But what I see, I'm like, oh, this is great. I got, I have to finish that damn thing someday. I really like what I see, and I. But I think you and I did watch it many years ago. Yeah, and, we probably yeah. did. And yeah. then I watched uh, Vincent Price's Once Upon a Midnight Scary. Something from my old list, uh, nice. which uh, burned onto a DVD. <laughs> like made for TV or something, or what it was like it? a CBS yeah, yeah, storybook yeah. series or something like that. It's just three short little subjects, uh, yeah, 40, 47 minutes long. Nice. 
Yeah. Uh, then I watched on Christmas Eve something called Mayhem with uh, the guy who's in The Walking Dead. His name is Glenn. Glenn okay. from The Walking Dead. Yeah. Then I watched something called Life, which is about James Dean getting his pictures taken from the Life magazine guy. Boy, you're really hitting uh, hard. Whew. Then I watched The Toy. I hadn't seen that in a long time. Oh, I, I want to see that. a few decades. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, then I watched something called Run All Night with Liam Neeson, which was kind of an action mob movie, which is actually I heard, pretty good. You know, better I, than I thought. Yeah, because he was in those ridiculous Taken movies, and he just kept cranking out these action movies that was another one just pattern. like it. But I heard that one actually was kind of tongue-in-cheek, a little funny, and worth and good. And yeah, it was so good. I kind of yeah, wanted to see that much one. Much better than I anticipated, yeah. but it was a dollar at the Dollar Tree, that's why. And there. it had a decent review, so that's why we got it. <laughs> yeah, Christmas Day was a kind of a big day. We had no filial obligations that day since uh, we had done our Christmas stuff previously. So we went to the movie theater that movie uh, that morning. Yeah, we watched uh, Little Women opening day. I've heard Christmas very good day. things. That was actually very good. I'm dying to see that. Yeah. Very good. Much better than I anticipated. Uh, then I watched Bombshell right after that. Uh, I'm dying to, to see that. That, that was, was also phenomenal. really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, came home and watched Pet Cemetery, the new. Pet Cemetery, I seen 2019. That yet, no. Which Any was, good? It was decent. Yeah, all right. Yeah, then I watched Electric Boogaloo, the uh, Canon documentary. Yes, about I've seen that. That's Golden wonderful. Globus. That's yeah, a blast. That was good. <laughs> that made me very nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it sure did, didn't it? And then we watched uh, Inside Lewin Davis, which I picked up for a buck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice, nice. I love that movie so much. Yep, that was I a good am movie. Absolutely in love with that film. I love that soundtrack. Is amazing. Yeah. Uh, please, Mr. Kennedy. Uh, yeah, please. Oh. <laughs> Then, we sing that around the house quite a bit. I do too now. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then we finished the night with a Hallmark movie called A Bramble House Christmas. <laughs> what a way to end. Yep. Oh my. The Cohen brothers and then the Hallmark. I don't yep. know anybody else who has a cinema diet like you do. <laughs> exactly. And then the next day I watched something called Don't Look in the Basement. Oh, that's a sleazy one too. I remember that one. And then uh, that night we watched, uh, I think it was Netflix, uh, The Two Popes. Which, oh, uh, that supposed to be really interesting. It was decent. It looked yep. well acted. I think yep. that, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Anthony Hopkins, Hopkins in that. And who's the other? Uh, who's uh, playing Francis? Um, I don't know. Another, it's someone big. It's someone I know. He's a relatively here. I, I got it. I got All it. Right. You, go. you keep. You I'll keep doing your going. list. Uh, <laughs> don't, let me, don't let me hold you up. <laughs> yep. And then we watched uh, Airport 1975. I saw that on your. I, uh, that in a while. Was, I watched your review. That was fun. <laughs> yep. And then uh, Pottersville, which we're going to be talking about very soon. And then uh, yesterday, we watched uh, Lolly Madonna XXX, which was my throwdown from last week. Sorry. Two we'll weeks talk, ago We'll now. talk about that next week. I uh, watched a, a really not good movie on, I think it was Amazon Prime or Netflix. It's oh. called A Cinderella Story, Christmas Witch. It was not Hallmark. It was kind of like a Hallmark, but it was younger people, and it worse, was bad. Worse than Hallmark. Bad. <laughs> Jonathan Price from Brazil is playing oh, uh, okay. Francis. That's why I knew him. And Okay, very good. There okay. you go. And then I went to the movie theater again and watched Rise of Skywalker with my parents. Very good. Very good. Took us to that. Nice. Came home and watched uh, The Runaways, the Joan Jett uh, movie. <laughs> and uh, finished last night with Godzilla, King of the Monsters, the sequel to Godzilla. I kind of like that. It was it was mass destruction and kind of... I, I, it was decent. Not I as good mean, as the first one. I really liked yeah, the first one. The first one was very one. well done. The first one had a plot. I think the uh, whole thrust of the second one was just like, let's just get a bunch of monsters fighting. They, they and, sure got and them let's, all. And let's just destroy everything. It was such... I mean, I I was impressed by the sheer volume of mass destruction. I thought that was... Uh, and the, the, the monsters were cool. I thought they were just badass monsters. So uh, because of that, uh, I forgave the fact that there really was not much 
a plot. No, <laughs> it was no, just kind of no, plotless. Just, but, but I had one more movie. I got up this morning before I got here. Wow, you are on. on. Yeah, yes. Wet Hot American Summer. I I saw it when it first came out, which is Pretty already good. now probably 15 years or more. 2001. Oh, my God. Oh my God! Uh, yeah. And I remember enjoying it and laughing back in 2001. Yeah. But I don't. Uh, I have a very little recollection. So 52 of that. movies. Again, it was 14 days. So you know, 52 movies, 14 days. Completely shocking. All right. Well, you know <laughs> what? That take us. That. <laughs> I. All right. Now you have a. Now you have a benchmark. You have to exceed next week. Yeah. Boy, so. that's 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 tough. You are watching this stuff for our protection, so we don't have to. <laughs> We thank you so much. You know, that uh, that whole list and all that uh, diatribing took us to, diatribing, a new word, took us to our next break. So we have uh, two more segments to go in which we will review this week's movies. So if you stuck with us for this long, but it's been a while. We haven't talked to you for a while. So it's nice catching up. We'll be right back with a review of a movie about people in animal costumes. Come back if you can. <laughs> Welcome back to Front Row Center. I think I called it Front Row Video early on. <laughs> Which was a real place. Yeah, it was a real place. I worked. That was video store number uh, two for me, or three. I can't remember anymore. I think it was number three. It was number three, right after Video Savings on Brown Deer Road. So. By the way, that white hot American, or wet hot wet. American summer, which wet. I watched this morning, had, it was a milestone for me. It was the yeah. 700th movie I watched this calendar year. You are keeping track. I am keeping track. I mean, obviously, I knew you were bringing your sheets here to, uh, to the show, but I did not yep, know. Yep, we decided were. to keep track this year, so. You should publish your findings on January 31st, although I guess you're kind of doing that here, so that's fine. From here on out, you can now publish your findings. Uh, and you know what? Uh, I, the first half of the year, I d- wasn't anywhere near as I was the last half of the year, so... You spiked it. I spiked it big time. I hope so, to, too, one day. This has been... I, I'm doing better. That's what the show is about. I was like, you know, that's when I proposed the show to you. It was mostly just so I'd start watching more movies again. I've been kind of I didn't lackluster. I, I, I didn't skimp this year, but I think it's going to be even better next year. Mm. I, I'm going to have actually put a video up on either New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. I'm going to challenge people to watch 500 movies. Well, we're, it's almost like, you know what, that's nice. Actually, that's a lot like... Um, they do a lot of reading challenges um, with books. They do that on, like, right. Goodreads and stuff. That's And nobody really does, like, a viewing challenge. It's actually... We should, uh, we should do that here. We should get people in involved and kind of all right i like this this is uh this is a staff meeting for the front row center staff i'm here. definitely going to have a 500 goal for the year let's talk and about so should you i should not <laughs> we should set 10 a week you we can should, do that no i cannot I nine make, and a half a week you i can am do. i am making a movie right now so when you're making one you can't watch them <laughs> um but when that's done i'd like to think i can get back into it so you know what that's actually just one a day plus two a day in the weekends Nope. <laughs> I know one my, a day. I know my life well enough to know that's not possible. But um, I, I would set, and I would I would recommend this to other people because I don't like to advocate failure. <laughs> <laughs> set an attainable goal. Know yourself. Know your life, and then set a goal. I and then that's, maybe that's add been your fun. biggest problem. Knowing your knowing your limitations. That's been not been my problem. That's been wonderful. I'm very relaxed. I don't have any anxiety anymore. It's beautiful. So I also take a pill for that. But anyway, um, <laughs> let's talk about a movie called Pottersville, which is uh, currently streaming on Netflix. And uh, well, I'll just play a little bit, and then we'll come back and talk about it. And here we go. I'm here with a local townsfolk who claim to have witnessed what they're calling, well, 
a Bigfoot sighting. And then we realized that we all saw it. And we were like, huh, cool. Get it while we still have a Bigfoot. What do you mean, while we still have a Bigfoot? Because of Bart. What about him? He didn't hear? Mm. They're putting him on Monster Finder. What? Then if you'd like to join us, despite the peril, we could use your help. All right, that's a little chunk of uh, the trailer for Pottersville. And here's Bert to tell you all about it. Michael Shannon stars as Maynard. Maynard is a mild-mannered man who uh, lives in Pottersville, and he runs a little store, a little grocery store, a little knickknacks, that sort of thing. Very, very nice guy. He comes home one day early to uh, surprise his wife, and lo and behold, he gets surprised because his wife is dressed up in a rabbit costume. She is a furry. She's a furry, as they call them. Uh, By the way... It's a real thing. That's real. I know it's real. I only found out about it recently. Oh, I had no, no it's, idea. It's, it's it's a thing. It's been around for quite a while, actually. I, I don't get out much. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> she is doing furry things with Ron Perlman, who is also in a wolf costume, although he calls it a squirrel. He's kind of a big deal in town. Yeah, he's the sheriff. Yeah. He's yeah. the local <laughs> sheriff. Now, they're not doing anything sexual at that point, uh, but uh, they're just doing furry things. I think just even the act alone already can be categorized as sexual. Yeah. <laughs> just doing it. <laughs> so he gets distraught. Uh, he decides to go and get drunk back at the store. And then he says, you know what? If that's what she wants, I'll be that, too. So he puts on a gorilla costume of some sort. <laughs> and then he wanders yeah. drunk through the town. And people see this drunken gorilla, and they think there's a Bigfoot around. That is true. The next thing you know, there's some sort of reality TV show guy who chases monsters. and Australian, he's but not. Yes. <laughs> and uh, the town gets some fame because it, there's been Bigfoot sightings. Yeah. And then he continues the charade, uh, dressing up as Bigfoot. And... That's our movie. That is kind of our movie. Um, okay. Michael Shannon, <laughs> who, by the way, I really like Michael oh, he's Shannon. He's a fantastic actor. Knives Out, Shape of Water, and even in The Runaways. I'm starting to really like him. Okay. We, we got to talk about, oh, I love The Runaways. He's great. In that. <laughs> he's hilarious in that movie. Um, This movie starts, and it was great because it was one of those beautiful situations where I don't know anything about it. I knew nothing. I didn't read anything about it. I try to do that before we go to these movies now. I used to, in the old days, before I'd watch a movie, I'd try to read all, as much as I could about it, and just because I was interested, you know? Yeah, general plot for me is what is good enough. I don't, I wanna, don't even do I that. I don't want to read the you whole thing. But. I don't even do that anymore. I thought, I really want to change my change my ways, you know, and see, just try to do this, uh, go, always going in cold when possible. But not like in a spoiler where, like, I can't hear a spoiler. Just like, you know, but for the, especially for these streaming movies, it's great because you can just kind of go in. Um, and then, so the first I got—I mean, I got to break this down for you. The first ten, five minutes of the movie, I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be kind of a uh, kind of a Hallmark type movie, but um, you know, it's a depressed town. It looks like uh, it kind of looks like Cedarburg actually in yeah, some I ways. Um, a little more like a few more Felice and for rent signs and that sort of thing. And um, and you see Michael Shannon, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be terrific. This is really going to be an interesting, quirky, and I, I just liked everything about the first five minutes. And then when he got to the bedroom, is that when things changed bed- for you? Got to the bedroom. No, then I, then I got really excited because I think, oh, this is gonna be one of those comedies like Napoleon Dynamite, or you know what it reminded me? The look reminded me of this guy Jared Hess who did Nacho Libre and a movie that nobody has seen called Gentleman Broncos that I love, but is not a very good movie. But I love it because it's very quirky. I mean, it's quirky off the scales. So I'm thinking that's what this movie's gonna be. It's gonna be one of those quirky um, Jared Hess Napoleon Dynamite type films. Okay. So I'm really in love with this thing for the first 20 minutes. I like where the direction it's going. Once uh, Michael Shannon's uh, sucking down um, uh, uh, Ian McShane's uh, <laughs> uh, homemade hooch, 
Um, and then it became for me a one joke premise that did not keep on delivering. I started, it just started to kind of rub me the wrong way as the movie's going on. And it became a chore for me, frankly. I, I did not, I liked pieces of it. I thought there was occasionally weird flashes of wit. But here's the problem with this movie. Tonally, it's all, that's the problem. It's all over the place. It's like nine movies in one. And it didn't seem like the filmmakers could ever decide what it was going to be. I have a feeling since it's been sitting on a shelf since 2017 or or like unreleased in they probably released it and then pulled it back and now they're making it available for the holiday season on Netflix which is by the way as a Christmas movie this is probably one of the more yeah, twisted versions you can, this is one of the more twisted choices you can make so i you know for me if they had stuck with the whole we, the only thing i was really interested in was the the furry element actually was, <laughs> was for me cuz that was really funny i thought that was funny and i'd never seen that in a film before and i liked um you know to me, it looked like Michael Michael Shannon was look a combination of confused and bored in this movie. He wasn't doing much, and I, maybe the character called for that kind of deadpan. But I think he was just like too dead deadpan. I mean, he just he didn't seem that invested. Um, he, everyone else was kind of I don't know. I it the thing ultimately when it was over, it didn't work for me, and uh, so I've got to go on Pottersville. As much as I appreciate what they were trying to do at times, I thought the Australian guy was funny at first, but and then his, with his uh, squat. Oh yeah, and then and then just just twisting his Australian accent to the point where he like he was unintelligible. He just he would it's like what? And then finding out ultimately that he's not Australian. He's just this like loser actor who's trying to uh, you know spoilers I mean, whatever. Uh, but um, yeah, it just was a confused mishmash of nothing at the end of the day for me. And so I am going one and a half stars Ooh, on this. That thing. is low. I went low on this one. I was really and it's a shame because if the whole movie had been like the first twenty minutes, it probably would have been a three star movie for me. Well, I think I'm gonna go two stars to be honest. With okay, you. I was maybe a little bit better than that because I think I enjoyed it a little more than you, but I, I was going to say that I think this movie petered out. Yes, uh, it sure did. Yeah. It started strong and it just, yes. just it just kind of petered out. Yeah. But again, I did like the Australian guy or the fake Australian guy. Yeah, I, mean, I was a, entertained by him throughout. It's a funny gag. I mean, I loved his uh, Sasquatch song. I thought his <laughs> song was brilliant and funny and, uh, and ridiculous we, and we horrible. we got a Squatch here. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's um, I don't know, it just seems like I feel like the filmmakers may have been like handcuffed, like they want to do something, and maybe the people providing the money wanted them to do something else. And um, I, I was reading about this thing. By the way, the reviews in this thing are hilarious because people don't know what the hell to make <laughs> about this movie. Uh, if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, it's like, yeah, people just have no clue. Uh, it is. Um, it is resting at like zero percent uh, on the tomato meter. There aren't that many reviews on it, really. Um, and it's listen to the production of this thing. So Pottersville is filmed in Hamilton and Syracuse, New York. Have you been to Syracuse? I have been through Syracuse. Okay. I, I don't know I where Hamilton is. Okay. Um, six students from nearby Colgate University received internships for the production, and one faculty member served as an extra in the film. There's <laughs> all these weird little factoids about it. The film premiered in Hamilton at the uh, at the Hamilton Movie Theater, November tenth, nineteen. Uh, 2017. Following a limited theater release, the film was released on DVD and streaming services by Echo Bridge. Now, Echo Bridge, this is interesting with that company. That company actually owns Mill Creek, which we buy a lot of discs from. You know, we have, they have a lot of old TV, and a lot. I'm sure you have some Mill Creek Oh, uh, yeah, discs. I got yeah. plenty of them. Sure, Hamilton, sure, sure. by the way, is kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's kind of between Cooperstown and Syracuse. I have to assume that the downtown shots were probably in Hamilton. That's just, you know. Oh, yeah, it, had, yeah. it definitely had that look and absolutely, feel. Absolutely, absolutely. Small um, town. And uh, Hamilton is very small, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And and 
And so, uh, did you know that Echo Bridge, the parent company of Mill Creek, is in La Crosse? <laughs> They're in La Crosse, Wisconsin. I did know that because I, I, I remember no it's so weird. looking at one of my DVDs and it said La Crosse, Wisconsin. Yeah. I, I don't think they're around anymore. I, there, there's always in some, I'm sure, being sold and bought and bought and sold. I thought the soundtrack to the movie was actually really good. They used some interesting, different kind of standards. There was so much about this movie. I, you know, here's the thing. This, that's what made this movie doubly frustrating because I really wanted to like it. I liked, I liked the first 10, 15 minutes so much that when it petered out, I was, I, I dare I say, I was angry. And you don't <laughs> want to be angry. I was just kind of, and my, my daughter was watching too. And we both were kind of, we were both chuckling here and there. But and, and I'm not telling you not to watch it. I mean, it's, it's definitely something different. And I guess that's something. That, that that's something in a, in a time when a lot of movies are the same I mean ask the guy across from me here who watches a lot of Hallmark movies <laughs> this if this had been on Hallmark can you imagine the, rea- <laughs> the response yeah no I, I can't imagine and the, <laughs> they'd be getting hate letters I would think so. I would think so. I think they lose their audience. So the people would be so angry about it. So, so that's the scoop on Pottersville. Um, kind of a late season uh, Christmas movie review for you there. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about an animated film. Um, that I think kind of owes a little bit to maybe an old Oliver Stone movie (laughs) with Michael Caine. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. All right, we'll be back. (laughs) Welcome back here for the final segment of this week's edition of Front Row Center, not Front Row Video. Although I do miss that store very much. That was a great store. Did you ever, was a did good you, ever come, you came and visited me a few times at that store, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. That's the so one on, was that the one on Brown Deer Road? Uh, no, Mayfair. Mayfair oh, Road. Mayfair. Yeah, that's the one out there in the, out, um, so the strip mall, kind of about that's a... That's the one where um, Amy worked at. Yes. I remember that. <laughs> I was there one time. All right. Very good. It looked like Blockbuster, but it wasn't Blockbuster. Yeah. It, it was red. <laughs> so we're in a Blockbuster shirt today, actually. So not that I support what they did to our stores. Anyway, um, we're back talking about an animated film, a French animated film from this, I believe, this year. Let me just make sure. It is this year. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, directed by a guy named, uh, there's a couple of hash marks over his E, so I'm going to say Jeremy Clapin. I'm hoping we'll for go the best. with that. Yeah, uh, based on a it's uh, probably not clapping. Uh, no more. No, yeah. I'll order a croissant sandwich. Uh, <laughs> the French love us for that. Um, it's based on a book called Happy Hand by Guillaume Laurent, and uh, um, did pretty well actually at the Cannes Film Festival this year. Got the uh, Nespresso Grand Prize. Does that mean like they got like free coffee for the year? Like I don't it. know what that's all about. Let's listen to a little bit. It will be in French, but you'll hear some music, and it's on Netflix. So listen up. That's a bit of the soundtrack from <laughs> I Lost My Body. And um, totally French. Oh, very French. Very, 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 very French. Not a lot of dialogue, though, actually, so it's easy to keep up with. But if you're not into subtitles, I watch a lot of subtitles. So oh, were you watching the subtitles? I watched the English soundtrack. Did you? I didn't know that was available. Sure did. I actually, well, I always opt for the subtitles because I'm a snob. But um, anyway, uh, tell us what this uh, wild little movie is about. Well, uh, in total honesty here, it's been three weeks to the day since I saw this. Uh, so it's not completely fresh in my mind, but it's it's a pretty... It's a simple plot. It's really? pretty simple. It's just, it's just insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's a kid named uh, Naufel. Yeah, I'm that's not it. sure how you Nuf- pronounce Nuf- that. Naufel. Naufel. But it's a cartoon. Let's, let's say that, yeah. first of all, too. But it's a cartoon about um, Naufel had his hand severed. 
Don't, and, don't tell them how, because oh, okay. I think that that's... But, yes, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the story, the, the movie is basically about the hand, which has a life of its own, wanting to reconnect with Nufil. That and is basically it's, the film. It's harrowing <laughs> journey back to It's a to rough him. journey. Yeah, now the movie is told in forward and flashback, and it's all of, over the place. A lot so. of time shifts and everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but that's basically it. It's uh, that is a it. hand wanting to reconnect with its body. That is it. And um, I, you know, once again, coming in cold, I had no idea. I mean, the title, actually, oddly enough, is very telling. <laughs> that's what the movie's about, definitely. Yeah. Um, again, just to just be clear, this is a hand that uh, wants to reconnect, and it can move. And it can walk it's around very and do spidery. Its thing. Kind, yes. of, kind of moves around yes. like a tarantula would. Um, right. It takes a little while to get its legs, sea legs, you know. Well, it's, um, it's fresh and new. It's, it's fresh and new. I've had to do this before. It's like, like a baby. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's funny how, how, how much uh, kind of, as the movie progressed, how much that hand kind of starts to, like sometimes the hand you'll notice like sits down and dangles its legs, so to speak. <laughs> I mean, it just it has a lot of personality and a lot of character. Um I, like I said, went into this movie cold, and um, I fell completely in love with it. I absolutely, I love the animation style. The animation was beautiful. I I found multiple parts of this movie very touching. Um, just the, you know, it's funny. It, it reminds me in some ways of a Terrence Malick movie. I don't know if you've seen like The Thin Red Line or I love, uh, not many people love, but I love um, The Tree of Life with Brad Pitt and Jessica Chastain I love. It's just weird, different way of looking at life. And um, yeah, I just, and you know, there was like a lot of suspense, but the suspense was not born out of like, you know, uh, cops and robbers or criminals. It was suspense out of, I loved how you began to speculate, how did this guy lose his hand? Because they don't really give you a lot of information at it the beginning. It takes quite a while before we get there. But he's he spends a lot of time, at first he's buzzing around on wet pavement on a motorbike delivering pizza. Yeah, I was and starting to wonder if this was the guy who lost his hand because there was sure. so many back and forth. Well, right, right, absolutely. And then eventually he gets a job, like a uh, apprentice as a woodcutter, I'm like, oh, now there's where he's going to lose his head. <laughs> you start to, and, and there's even scenes where they seem to be intentionally like teasing. His wrist is like really close to the, the blade. Right, and, right. Uh, um, it was a really, I thought, very moving subplot of him finding the love of his life, basically, yeah. and uh, constructing a wooden igloo on, uh, on the top of a roof because she mentions as they have a conversation over an intercom system about that. Somebody and, who's delivering her pizza to. Correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In fact, and he's a um, he has a lot of guilt because you know I also loved um, you're from the same era I am and you and I have definitely uh, uh, flirted with uh, uh, audio cassettes and recording everything and I and as a young child he was a, uh, obviously fixated on his audio recorder his cassette recorder he actually had a recording of the car accident that took his parents lives and, uh, yeah. and they basically the accident occurred because he was recording in some ways I would say he was uh, you know maybe to blame maybe not to blame however you want to look yeah, at that that's, that's fine that's my childhood from about fourth and fifth grade yeah well, sixth grade well yeah it was all about audio you know recording you know cassettes and uh so i love that element of it as a, as a well and look what i do here nowadays with all this podcast stuff so i love all the audiophile stuff was great um yeah i mean as weird as insane as this movie is because it really is kind of nuts um and you couldn't do this movie i mean you could do it live action i guess if the cg has hey, come why far not? enough why not i guess you know but again i don't think an american studio would ever if you went and pitched hey i got this great movie about a hand trying to reconnect with its body <laughs> they'd be like thanks for coming in um 
yeah, I this is this is one of my favorite movies. I mean, if I had to do a best of year, we haven't done this long enough, so I guess we probably won't pull off a best of year this year. Um, but so far, my highest rated uh, film has been Knives Out, and this is on par with Knives Out for me. So I'm going to do three and a half on this one. I loved it. I'm going to go lower than you, mm-hmm. two and a half. Okay, and, and no specific reason why. I All just right. uh, it was fine. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I liked it. It's just um, I don't know. It just seemed kind of. Yeah. Slowish in spots. I don't know. I I it was I was amused by it all. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I I don't really have much to say. About <laughs> it, to be honest with you, it's I did like it. Three but weeks. It's yeah. been three weeks. Two, I don't know. Maybe two and a half to three in that range. But I'm gonna stick with two and a half. Damn it. I was I was just I don't know. I was just taken in right away. Everything about it. I love the suspense. I love I loved going into it and not knowing. What was going on, and I liked the uh, kind of acrobat, the uh, the viewer, and that's what that's the thing about European films and everything is that they they don't spoon feed you everything. You have to do a little work, and I liked the work. It was good work for me. I enjoyed trying to piece this strange tale together and try to come up, and then I just I found a lot of uh, yeah very moving bits. You know, the old man who uh, he was. Uh, an apprentice under uh, was interesting. He's too, you know, his uh, niece was very protective of him, and there's all these wonderful, delicious little character pieces. Maybe you should watch it again sometime. I bet you'd like it. A second oh, maybe time. I will watch. Right. It. It's again. very short. It's only eighty-one minutes. Yeah, so it was. It's uh, it goes by, and I just I don't know. I love the artwork. I love the Parisian settings. I loved uh, the backgrounds, the foregrounds, the animation. I'm kind of a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a I'm an animation or cartoon junkie in some ways. I love good animation, and that's a big the thing cartoon in our house. Parisian settings. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but but very well. I mean, I haven't been there, so I can't uh, I can't say for. for I'll let you know, know in about five months. So that yo, really, really, I'm going to Paris. We will not be on the air that week. <laughs> I'm assuming, um, unless I can have you call in. Uh, really, London and Paris. Really, perhaps Liverpool. You try to do other counties. <laughs> no, <laughs> get to it. Fascinating. Well, how'd that come about? Tell us on the air. Why not? We have a few minutes. Uh, Why did it come about? Uh, well, it's my uh, sister-in-law is turning 40, and uh, my mother-in-law is turning 60, and it was decided... It's an they, in-law thing. Yes, they gotcha. want they want to go spend those mul- those uh, the, the, that, that big milestone years sure. overseas. And they, then they didn't want to do Aleppo. We're tagging along. <laughs> they didn't want to do, uh, they didn't want to do uh, uh, you know, uh, Syria or Iraq, so they chose... Correct. Uh, <laughs> they chose... Yeah. Um, good, good. Well, that's a good choice. Interesting. Wow, yeah. you've never been. I've never been to. I actually, I've been to Italy and France. Uh, I was on. I was on a Mediterranean cruise a couple of years ago. Oh, I do kind of remember uh, that. This one will. This will be mostly landlocked. So yeah, I've, I've been Good. to. Good. I've been to the Roman Colosseum. I've been to the Leaning Tower. Of it's Pisa. ridiculous. As you're going to be in the in some of the best coffee brewers and coffee providers in the world, and you won't touch I'm a sure drop. I, I will smell them. Oh, bring me back. I'm going to make you bring me back a half pound or something. Mm. I don't know if you can. No, it's that. metric over there. I'm going to have you bring back a, a kilogram or whatever <laughs> it is. All right. Very good. All right, folks. That's uh, Front Row Center for... When's this going down, by the way? Um, uh, Memorial Day weekend. All right. We got some time. Yes. All right. Start packing. We'll be back next week with more reviews, all streaming movies all the time here on Front Row Center. Get in touch with us on our Facebook page. All you got to do is look up Front Row Center Reviews, and we will show up. And uh, otherwise, stop in the Cedar Republic Library. Watch Bert over on the Schlockmeister's channel. It is spelled just like it sounds on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Next week, we'll do it again. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.